Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Thursday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good, and I'm doing well. That's all that really matters. Okay. We appreciate you being with us. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck at a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now. Get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Coming up, we got Thirsty Thursday. We will toast to the good stuff this morning. Also, advanced analytics. Would you wash down heartburn that was started by Chinese food with an emergency Pop-Tart? That was the subject of this morning's Decade of DA moment as we have a month-long farewell. By the end of this month, you'll be sick of Mraz. We're going to have a farewell to Mraz as he is leaving for the local side of things by the end of July. And so we're playing some of his finest moments, his finest work around here for the Decade of DA. Also, with that being said, people are wondering who is going to take over Mraz's slot. In fact, some people have asked me, are you replacing him? Look, you never replace a legend, but yes, they're not just doing away with that position. So I do get to have another producer, which is good, which is a plus. They have said we will replace. Not just you guys are down a man. Not a given. Not a given, I suppose. Yeah, but not a given. They are allowing me to hire somebody else. Tom is in Harrisburg this morning here on the DA Show on that subject. Good morning, Tom. 
Hey, DA, I'm wondering if there's any odds on this yet. Is there a morning line favorite? Any live long shots? I know who I'm putting my money on. Who would you put your money on? Well, I'd put my money on Mr. Greg Caserta, mm. but I got a live long shot, and that's moist pork. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> what's, the, what's the number on moist? Moist got to be about 99 to 1, but I always <laughs> love moist tweets, and uh, yeah, I think you should give them a tryout. Well, okay, so in all seriousness... I have not gone into the particulars with Pete yet and my boss. This all kind of came to a head the week after Bob's bar, so early last week. And last week was really about just, like, trying to navigate the bomb that got dropped. I had to handle it with the bosses and have some multiple conversations and kind of, like, get my mind around this, and it caught me out of nowhere. Now, of course, we are super happy for Mraz because for him, he gets to go back home to a local station in the market that he grew up listening to, and the bosses believe that's a promotion, and they've hopefully given him some good stuff along with that. So we are thrilled for an opportunity for one of our own, obviously. And I say this with, with great sincerity, one of my first jobs, my first full-time job was in Fort Myers, Florida. And I didn't tell anybody that I was sending out a tape because I didn't think I would get the job. But I sent out a demo reel, actually a CD at the time, to Kansas City. And they were launching an all-sports radio station, 610 Sports. And I, again, I did not think I was going to get the job. And suddenly they hired me for their night show. And I was caught off guard. And I didn't know how to tell anybody because I was so thankful and grateful that they had given me this first full-time job. And so I I kept it under wraps. I'd only been there 18 months, so I felt like really I hadn't done enough time to have earned it out, but I couldn't say no to this. And I didn't know how to handle it. And when I finally told them, I was so guilt-ridden. And they were like, God bless. You know, you got a great chance. You got to go get it. And I'll never forget how they treated me. So I would always pay that forward to anybody that ever worked under me to support going out and, and realizing your dream. So we have nothing but support for him here on the show. But I said, let's just, let's let everything calm down and we'll let's reassess after July 4th because some of the bosses out this week, I'm out next week. I moved around paternity to try to make things work with Mraz's schedule so we could be together for some of these shows. So we're going to kind of let this breathe until after the 4th of July. And then at that point, we're going to convene. And of course, there's internal candidates that we're going to interview that are interested that have reached out. So we'll do that formally, the people in-house. But I do want to open this up to anybody across the country that is interested. And it does include listeners. I, I don't want to shut the door on people that might be qualified that aren't, quote, in the radio business. That could be a great fit. I mean, Mraz was a sandwich artist. Now, he was a... a part-time radio producer <laughs> a sandwich artist but he was he was making sandwiches he is a sandwich maker <laughs> there's not a lot of leeway for artistry at subway oh, oh. subway you they give you a certificate when you pass it sandwich artist right and they sent you the pre-cut pre-layered cold cuts that you just I, slapped on bro, pulled the tissue paper off that's not fair bro you know i come from <laughs> deli blood don't don't do that and i think you took the easy way out it is true. I mean, Bob, the deli man, worked at a real deli. That's the artist. You worked at the subway, which is kind of paint by number. In yeah. Place. Trevor Lawrence couldn't help when he was drafted by the Jags. <laughs> 
So I do want to open up the door, and some have suggested moist pork as a candidate. Now, I don't know if he's interested. Tough commute from Maryland to here every day. You'd probably have to relocate. That'd probably be part of this. Which we're not helping you with. (laughs) There will be no relocation costs or fees. But I will tell you that if you are interested, you can reach out to us, and there might be some on-air interviews. There might be some sussing out of candidates. And I... The one thing is I don't feel comfortable putting odds on this because I think most people would make Pat the favorite, but that's not fair to other in-house candidates. And it's also not fair to Pat because if Pat doesn't get the job, I don't want it to seem like he collapsed or something. Yeah, or maybe Pat doesn't want the job either. Pat has bigger aspirations or different aspirations. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't want to do that, but I will say that Moist Pork getting an interview, if he's interested... Is on the table. Will him and Shlomo interviews a team kind of like stepbrothers did for their jobs? <laughs> is that a fart? I don't know. <laughs> yep, ketchup and onions. <laughs> but it is open, and so I just encourage all of you that are interested to reach out to Pete.Bilotti at Odyssey.com. He's Peter. Peter.Bilotti at Odyssey.com. To help set up these interviews. And remember, it's only a two and a half year situation for you because if I fail, I'm coming back. So just you know, be prepared. You're out. Oh, okay. So your your new contract's gonna be through the end of twenty five. I shouldn't even say that, I guess, on the air. Maybe we should have done that. But uh yeah, so like <laughs> if that <laughs> Well, we could stretch the process, the hiring process that far well, I'm just, Look, I'm just You know saying. what I'll milk for content right. around so Jan one twenty twenty six. We might not hire anybody until after the Super Bowl. It's like, uh oh, dead time interviews for the executive producer role. Um yeah, I mean nobody's listening anyway. So yeah, uh so just put it this way. Just don't get too comfortable. Just in case. I need a little safety back. You know? It could be like the bachelor. At some point we'll yeah. go on uh, on home dates. We'll have to go back yeah. to Jersey with Boyle, go to Maryland with Moist Pork, meet their families. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Would I die for this to be a reality show that they paid for? And it's like we fly across the country to interview different people for this position, and I would totally stay with Moist. And each candidate would have to have a mini Bob's Bar show. Mm. That's the that's Let's see the, their community exactly. Their people. Wow, that's great. That's great TV. Right? Could be on Tubi. Now, when we said, "Look, you might have to relocate for this job if you're Moist Pork or anybody else that doesn't live in this area," Nancy has chimed in on Twitch and said, uh, "Moist can stay at her house." Wow. So if permanently, Moist, ne- Moist needs to get on his feet. You could stay in Moret's old bedroom. Yeah, guess what? They don't have air conditioning moist, so enjoy those summers. <laughs> Yamaka could get moist. <laughs> but he's moist pork. So. Moist pork work walking Yankee Doodle around the neighborhood at five PM. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Yankee Doodle. That's right. <laughs> Travis Kelsey says he doesn't mind being underpaid, that he's reminded many times by his business managers, agents, etc., that he's underpaid, underpaid, underpaid. He says, they love telling me how often I'm underpaid. He said, but he said, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. Because when I saw, quote, Tyreek go and get $30 million, in the back of my head, I was like, man, that's two or three times what I'm making right now. I'm like, the free market looks like fun until you go somewhere and you don't win. 
And I love winning. I love the situation that I'm in. Tyreek did leave for a four-year, $120 million deal last offseason, including a $72 million check guaranteed. Travis Kelsey is ranked 52nd in NFL player salaries. He has a base salary of about $11 million this season. He's under contract through 2025, average annual salary of $14 million, third in tight ends behind George Kittle and Darren Waller. My thoughts on this are Travis Kelsey, if he's telling the truth, and I don't know, but if he's telling the truth, he's the smartest guy in the league. Because, and I've said this many times over, chasing being the highest paid anything in professional sports now is only about ego. And ego right now. That you want to be number one compared to all of your peers. And so it's about money. And these guys are hyper competitive. It's how they got there. But this is the live by the sword, die by the sword. They are hyper competitive. So they've driven themselves to be great athletes. And now they need to have one up on their opponents or their peers by being most paid. However, it is meaningless. In 1974, it is not meaningless. In 1986, it is not meaningless. By the time we get to 2023, it's meaningless. Because if you're Travis Kelsey and you make $15 million a year versus Tyree Kill, who makes $30 million a year, it's not life-changing money. Back then, $75,000 a year versus $50,000 a year is life-changing money. Today, if you make $15 bucks and you can't have the life that you really want and you can't pay for your kids to go to college or your grandkids to go to college, you're doing it wrong. Once you hit $15 bucks a year and you've played 10 years, I mean, don't tell me that you need the Tyreek Hill contract. You don't. You don't. It is about the ego of being most highest paid today. And... If you have a longer vision of what it's worth to be a football player or professional athlete, winning makes you more money on the back end. Travis Kelsey is going to go to the Hall of Fame, no doubt about it, in part because he won two Super Bowls and was part of this team. He might have gone there anywhere, anyway, but every day after he retires, he is a two-time or more Super Bowl champion, Pro Football Hall of Famer, all-decade guy, yada, yada, and associated with good times in Kansas City. He can own a bar in Kansas City. He can own a restaurant in Kansas City. He can own a bar at a restaurant. He can own car dealerships. He could be on the radio. He could be on TV. He could do anything he wants. And every time you're at a podium, as confetti comes down, every time you're at the White House and people talk about the championship, you then set yourself up for NBC, Fox, CBS, big, big, well-paying jobs. Yeah, sometimes guys get there and don't win a Super Bowl. But the guys that win a lot get there a lot quicker. And guys that win a lot are automatically pushed to the front of the line. Troy Aikman's a good-looking guy. Troy Aikman's good at what he does. But winning three Super Bowls for the Cowboys made him, the day he retired, essentially the number one booth at Fox. That's That's that. And sure, you can be Tony Romo and get to that job a, a different way. But when you win, it's completely different. You set your life up forever. How many times have I interviewed 
a former athlete that was somewhere promoting this book, promoting this show, promoting this podcast, promoting this CBD, promoting this, that, or the other thing because that person won a championship, because that person was involved in a big moment. I mean, I've interviewed Benny Agbayani for a podcast for an hour. Why? Because he had a big World Series, and they didn't even win a championship. Had he just played for a 73-win team his entire career? It's meaningless. Completely meaningless. Why did David Freeze get elected or invited or whatever to the Cardinals Hall of Fame alongside Pujols and Musial and these legends? Why? Two hits in the World Series, and that's it. An NLCS MVP and a World Series MVP. Not because he played for 81-win Cardinals teams. Yeah, he's a 200 hitter. It means everything to be associated with good memories, with championships, with big games. It's when we pay attention to you. That's it. That's the list. We pay attention at large if you are a winner. So the smartest thing you can do, and I'm not saying it's it's like a practice squad guy going out and getting a, a $70 million contract. No, that's life-changing. When it is about... You just want to go from the 50th highest paid player in the league to the 10th or the 70th to the 50th or the 4th to the 1st. It is meaningless. And it is why Tom Brady's smartest play ever was stay and take less money. He could have taken more money to go to the Vikings, taken more money to go to the Jaguars, taken more money to go somewhere else. But winning all those championships made him the GOAT. And now he's the GOAT forever, or until somebody takes out that that championship tally. But to be greater than Joe Montana was worth every dime he didn't earn. To be that guy because of the winning, it didn't have anything to do with the stats. He could be the all-time leading passer, the all-time leading touchdown thrower. It didn't matter. He had to win championships. By setting himself up to win championships... He made himself a legacy that earns him way more money on the back end than what he didn't get on the front end. And all the Patriots that are on TV, is Julian Edelman anything? Anything. If he played for the Bears. Nothing. We would have no idea who Julian Edelman is. Now, shows, podcasts, analysts here, this quote there, boom, boom, boom. Patriots Hall of Famer. People talk about him as a pro football Hall of Famer, which he shouldn't be. It's all because he won. It's it. It's 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 it is the dividing line. Set yourself up, and you don't want to get bankrupt by playing for a winner, but you're going to make good enough money. It is meaningless to chase dollars when it's the difference of fifteen to twenty-five million bucks. Meaning for us, ten million dollars. Yeah, you're crazy. No, when you have fifteen, it doesn't matter. You got everything you could possibly want. Then you are all that cash on the back end. When we come back here on the show, it's a Thirsty Thursday. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're toasting to the good life. I feel alive. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh, probably a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating with some booskies. That's right, a Thirsty Thursday. Pat Boyle, lead us off. Who are you toasting to? Uh, I got to toast this mustache that I'm rocking here, DA. You're rocking a mustache? Yeah, all right. Funny, very funny. You and Bogus both craning your necks. Yeah, all right. You know what? I'm, t- I'm still toasting it. This is and now Caserta is coming in here. Get a look. Get a get a get a close up inspection of this bad boy. This is a week. All right. Oh, it's only a week. I don't grow a lot of facial hair, but I'm sticking it out. The mustache is growing strong in the right light. I took a picture yesterday. I posted it to my Twitter at PatBoyle44. Mm. And in the right light, in the su- in the path window with the subway lighting. It looked phenomenal. It looked, it was like borderline <laughs> porn star stash. So I'm going to give it a couple more weeks. We're going to let it grow once the blonde dissipates and it's mostly dark hair mustache. This thing is going to be unbeatable. That's it's a week sum- long. It's, yeah, it's the summer of the stash. All right. And this baby, you guys laugh now. You wait until August. I'm not shaving this thing. This thing's going to be coming in real nice. Just wait. Wait till you see the Riz game after that. Toast, toast to the stash. Toast to the stash. Toast to the stash. Booskies. Does your dad have a stash? Uh, my dad has a goatee. My dad has a stash. Papa Amendo has had a stash for a long, long time. And I can grow an amazing mustache. And, <laughs> and my wife abhors it. I mean, wow. she is disgusted. when I If I go... A while without shaving, she's like, you know, you should really shave. And then when I, if I just shave the beard to let the mustache go, I had it once, once. She's like, don't ever do that again. It's despicable. It's disgusting. Hates it. Like if I would do it for November, she would just think it's gross. I love it, but it's more of a, a joke. You're, is this in now? What, the, young the, the young people with mustaches. I mean, I've always wanted a stash. And I've got to the point where now I can, like, actually get a little bit of something going under here, but it looks more nether region than facial hair. Uh-huh. And this this is just, like, goat hair when it grows out. So the stash is, like, there, there's there's a lot of promise. It's a young, raw prospect, all right? You got to give him some time to grow. Let him get, get under his shoes here. Mm. Well, this picture that you've posted on Twitter on the subway... It does look far better in that picture than I can see through the glass right now. Right? It and does that's look not, pretty good. That's not like something coming through the reflection in the window. That's the mustache. It, just, it caught the right lighting. But you look like a state trooper in that 
<laughs> that, that that's what I look like? Yeah, you got oh. the big sunglasses, you got yeah. the mustache coming down. That's not what I'm going for. No, that's not the look. You'd be a huge hit in Portland, Oregon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it deserved that much, but thank you. Hipster mustache. Yeah, big time. Bushwick, Portland, Austin, yeah. Texas. Are you from Super Troopers? <laughs> it's a little Super Trooper-esque. Okay. Greg Caserta. Who are you toasting to? I'm going to toast to the great people at the USA Baseball National Training Complex in Cary, North Carolina, for being wonderful hosts this week Mm. for the PDP League Showcase, Mm. which is uh, a high school showcase that I announced on MLB.com on Tuesday. Top 100 high school players in the class of 2024. Gorgeous facility, very nice accommodating people. Not too far from Durham, so I got to drive through Durham, which is where I got my Durham Bulls hat. Nice. So uh, a nice couple of days away for a work trip. Love it. Toast. Booskies. Andrew Bogus, who are you toasting to? I've been holding on to this one, DA, because I wanted to do it when Pete was here. But between babies and multiple illnesses, this is Pete's missed a lot of Thursdays recently. And I just, <laughs> next week, I don't know who's going to be here after that. Sean's not here, so and I got nothing else. I'm using it. Yeah. We've had a lot of conversation about Pete feeling like Luigi on this show, right? Mario gets the attention. Luigi's overlooked. He's the other Mario brother. I'm toasting the guy on my train that I see every morning, the same people in the same train car every weekday morning, who I'm... His normal work clothes make him look like a real-life Luigi. (laughs) He's got, like, worker overalls on, a brightly colored t-shirt underneath. Sometimes it's neon orange. Sometimes it's neon green. He's definitely Italian or Greek, so he's got that Mediterranean olive skin, dark (laughs) hair. He's got a little, not the exact Luigi hat, but that similar kind of painter's cap style thing. (laughs) It looks like it's a gimmick, but that's what he chooses to wear to work. And because of Pete and Luigi, it makes me smile every morning because he walks by to find his seat. So I see him every morning, awesome. and he's always dressed like that. And I appreciate a little pick-me-up at 4.30 in the morning. I love that. Let's toast to this real-life Luigi here. Uh, buongiorno, I'm making you a pizza. <laughs> walking Italian stereotype this guy is. I love it. That, the only thing that could be better is if he was bringing Italian treats or pizza on the train in the morning. Caserta, you're a fellow paisan such yeah. as myself. You're cleanly shaven. Can you grow a nice mustache? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his mustache is better now yeah. than Boyle's is, and yeah. he was clean-shaven when he got here. <laughs> yeah. I, That's yeah. like three hours old. Yeah, yeah. Boyle's has been going on for a week. I did this Monday night. Yeah, so. Yeah, it comes okay. in. So, but it's Thursday morning, so you don't have to shave every day. Not every day, but every two yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, if I shave Monday morning by Wednesday, I probably need to shave, and I don't, and I wait until Thursday because I just, I don't know. Shaving's a little the, annoying. This is the first time I'm clean shaven in over 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And, and I had to do it for the other for thing. TV. The other thing. And, and LB I, TV. I, I hate it. I really hate it. I don't like the way I look. You like you like the yeah. the five o'clock and, and, shower and better, I, and I get why Letterman did what he did as soon as he retired, right? Just like let it go. Yeah, I totally get it. I I do not feel comfortable like this. I I don't like it. I would live in perpetual five day shadow. If it gets too long, it gets itchy and yeah. annoying. Every time I put on a shirt, it's annoying. I hate that, but I don't like being clean shaven either. I would always just let it go. 
And then I don't, I guess I would just keep kind of trimming it a little bit just so it doesn't get too long. Are there pictures of you anywhere with like a good beard? No, I can't get a good beard. No. Mustache, amazing. I've got a 10 mustache. I've got a four beard. I'm going to send a picture to Kaplan. During the height of COVID, I grew a beard for two to three months without shaving. Nice. And it got gnarly. Nice. Like it got really full and I got to send it to, I got to <laughs> send it to Cap because that's what I miss and I prefer that. And it's long gone. Okay, I'd love to see that. Mr. Mraz, who are you toasting to? Uh, yeah, I'm toasting to all of the awesome D-Aliens and listeners that have like reached out to me with their stories about how they got into the show. Um, several of them. I'll shout out a couple. Brett and Boise, Vinny, with just these incredible stories. And it really is just a reminder to all of us here on the show. I mean, all of us in the company, too. Like, this show matters, and this network matters. And the stories I have gotten from them are just amazing about how much we mean to them on their daily drive and, you know, life-changing moments. So Jacksonville, you know, Brazil, Egypt, all this stuff apparently has changed lives, which is like maybe a problem with society, but kind of awesome. Mm. Uh, so I've just been overrun, overwhelmed. Um, and there's some I haven't gotten to yet. Just know I'm trying to read through all of them. You guys are absolutely amazing. There was a listener yesterday who apparently listens to us on the app and the local station over there that met me out outside as I was leaving in front of Pete and asked to pray with me for good luck in my new job, um, which, you know, Pete was, I don't know, it was almost like Pete thought that uh, it was gone beyond crazy talk, but it was really cool and really touching, but yeah, I just toast all these listeners, they've been unbelievable. All right, toast them, that's cool. Booskies. So you met somebody who wanted to pray with you? Yeah, last night, yesterday after the show, I walked out with Pete, arm in arm, and a guy stopped me and goes, you know, Mraz, 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 I've been I've been waiting for you here. I just, I, I don't know if you're a religious man. I'd just like to pray with you and wish you good luck in the afternoons and tell you how much you meant to me on the DA show. <sighs> and now Pete's sick. And Pete was standing right there. And, yeah, <laughs> and me and Pete walked to our cars after, and Pete said, boy, the loony bin is started. I said, Pete, that was a nice guy. Come on. Somebody camped out in front of the building waiting for you to come out to pray Correct. with Correct. Wanted to take a picture with me. Said he listens to both stations. He's a local person from Connecticut. Had come down there uh, and was waiting for me to leave. He drove in from Connecticut to see you? Apparently. Wait, is this Mickey the Gravedigger? Uh, you know him, so I guess he met other people. No! <laughs> this guy! Who's Mickey the Gravedigger? Oh, my own. Come on, Sean. <laughs> I don't know him. This guy, I actually went to a Knicks game watch party. I know the embargo, but that was where I met him. And uh, he was, it was open to all listeners. He showed up and man, um, odd cat to say the least. You met Mickey the Gravedigger? <laughs> Remember him so? I'm not. Yeah, yeah it, was an, it, was, it was an experience you don't forget. It rivaled Knockout Neil's experience. <laughs> With Look, a name like that, I'm shocked. What do you want me to guy. knock the guy? I thought it was a nice, touching moment. You wanted to take a picture with me? <laughs> that guy. That guy needs to pray a lot more then. <laughs> oh, no. Or believe in something else. Oh, man. That's amazing. Oh, way to ruin a good moment, but okay. Avery in the Bay Area came to the Bob's Bar Show and gave me one of his childhood retro Sonics jerseys. This was like the old green and, and purple, green and maroon years, like the Sean Kemp, Gary oh, Payton, okay. 96. It was not the pre-Supersonics. It was the 96 team, so it was like 
the Space Needle and everything. And he's like, I had this as a kid. I didn't know that you love retro jerseys. And I was like, that's so nice. He's like, you can give this to AJ when he's big enough. And I was like, boy, that is that is really generous. And Mraz was wearing his Supersonics throwback t-shirt the other day. Yeah. And we have seen Bogish wear his Hartford Whalers hoodie before. That's awesome. And every so often on my Instagram, because I love this stuff, I just get inundated by these shops that do all this throwback stuff. I bought myself like an old... Icky Woods 88 <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals hoodie that I just love. And I just love all the fact that now throwbacks, it used to be when I was in high school in the 90s, you'd have to buy stuff from that era by seeking it out and finding it in catalogs before the internet. And so my throwback stuff was actually from those days. and It was so hard to find. Now all of these companies make all this cool throwback gear and you can go on NFLshop.com. You can go on homage.com. You said um, you got a lot of cool stuff from homage, right? Yeah. They, they do this just amazing stuff. But there's a bunch of T-shirt and sweatshirt companies. I've gotten so much cool stuff from um, a couple of, of online shops that are just like Roots of Fight has amazing throwback stuff. Like there's just people have nailed it. And so I'm just toasting to an era now where you can get the best throwback gear in your size, soft, comfortable pre-washed, et cetera, which never used to happen. It's a beautiful thing. Toast them. Hashtag toast them. Booskies. Now, Ryan's on the other side of the board. This is Ryan's first day on the board. He's there because Pete had to call in sick at the last minute today. He's so new. I don't even know Ryan's last name. Botcher. Botcher? Yes. Ryan Botcher, do you have a toast that you'd like to do? I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't even ask you. So I've been thinking, uh, the inventor of Pop-Tarts, because in some way... We're all here because of Pop-Tarts. Is that right? Yes. We're all here because of Pop-Tarts. Yes. Okay, we'll toast them. Booski. You go frosted or plain? Ooh, frosted. Okay. Warmed or cold? Room temp. Room temp. All right. There's Would not you... enough time to heat them up. Would you eat one after Chinese food? Definitely not. If you thought your life was hanging in the balance, <laughs> would you have a Pop-Tart to try to stay alive? I don't think I carry a Pop-Tarts in my back pocket. Okay. But I should. Have you ever eaten something and experienced indiscretion? <laughs> All the time. Yeah. And Ryan, is that a, what t-shirt is that? This is a Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. Awesome. Amazing. I, I mean, like this, dude. You have a t-shirt. You have a t-shirt that has Jeff Goldblum on it. Yes. Does it say Jurassic Park? It does. It's very small. Unbelievable! That's is it an original or is that a throwback? It's, it's I got it, I don't know where I got it. I think it's it was a new in Boston and it was in like Hot Topic or something. Some, yeah. some corner okay. store. Amazing, good so, fun, dude. Yeah, the guy that's filling up for Pete today shops at Hot Topic. I for Jeff Goldblum T-shirts. No, I don't avid shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he, was he, was Brian McKeon. <laughs> he was perusing. He was perusing. You walk around in Boston and you get bored, and you buy it. <laughs> there you yeah. go. It's a win for me. All of this is a win. I love this guy. Mraz, give me your thumbnail on uh, on Ryan's chances. Uh, I think they've skyrocketed. I, I like a man of few words picking his spot wearing a Jeff Goldblum shirt. This is perfect. Not knowing he was going to be on TV today. No. Because he was kind of thrust in here at the last second. And by the way, Pete calls me up. And you can fade down the music, right? Pete <laughs> calls me up today. And, I mean, he really sounded bad. <laughs> Like one of those smoker commercials. I'm like, Are you, is this a voice box you're talking through right now? <laughs> Boy, he Probably. Called he called everybody with no voice this morning. <laughs> he definitely wanted to make it known yep. that he could not come in. So he's like, I'm still going to come in because we have 
we have the guy shadowing me. I was like, dude, don't even bother. Just we'll, I'll pat run the board. No big deal. Oh, but yeah, I told Ryan that I, he would shadow. I go, it, it'll be fine, but okay, I'll, I'll just get Ryan started. So I guess he came in today, basically pointed Ryan to the direction of the control room and then left. So Ryan's just kind of like pushed out into the stage. Like, here you go. And I'm thinking the entire morning, it's fine. Pat's in there. He'll take over the board. Ryan can just shadow Pat. No big deal. Ryan took over the board with the start of the show and has never looked back, has barely looked uncomfortable. One or two times, maybe a delay on a, a button here or there, but like smooth as you could imagine for a first timer. And it's kind of shocking. Can I pose the question? You may. Is this the best debut on the board in the history of this program? It might be. It's in the conversation. Yeah. I mean... At least for a guy that only has one day shadow. Right. Because he was supposed to shadow yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The context matters. The training... Yeah. The P training was only one day, not the usual four. I don't know what Ryan's background four is. Weeks. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how often he's been on a board on a different show. You know... Connor Greens of the world had other experience yeah. and then got the full Pete experience before being on the board. I would think that no one has survived these hurdles to have a debut like this. Unless Ryan's run the board for like Big Baby and Fitzsimmons in Grand, <laughs> Grand Rapids <laughs> for a few years. <laughs> well, no. I, I no? turn and Todd in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's turd and tide in Skokoki, <laughs> Illinois. I believe the Ryan's run the board at Pete's college radio station that Pete's running. Oh. Yes. Uh, it's a wow. hired gun. Oh. Pete's his boss at college. Pete's going to champion the Not Texas. Not anymore. He's an overseer. This is a Pete pipeline hire. <laughs> yeah, a Pete protege. Look Bing bong, five minutes past the big hour, five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do last night, sir? <laughs> Guys, our poll question of the day. Ladies do more of what than guys. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> it's the pulse of Shreveport. Mornings. <laughs> Would you kiss your second cousin? <laughs> oh, man. Scorch in the morning attitude. The only station that really rocks. <laughs> <laughs> we make up some good radio shows. Really. Really radio show. <laughs> we could program the country. <laughs> it's the beat of Frankfurt. <laughs> oh man! Coming up nine o'clock, our phone scam. We're gonna call this guy at work and tell him that his wife's been cheating on him. Everybody. <laughs> Conservatives listen to a lot of radio. <laughs> hey, who is this? You've just been pranked by Todd and Turn in the morning. It's Spokane's craziest morning show. Zim Zam in the morning. <laughs> It's oh, lug nut and oh. turtleneck. <laughs> lug nut turtleneck. <laughs> uh. Lug nut and turtleneck. That'll be the Boyle and Jack Stern show in Spokane. Oh, come on.
Come on, lug nut. Not again. <laughs> lug nut's gonna burst. <laughs> lug nut is steaming. <laughs> turtleneck never has a turtleneck, though. <laughs> oh, boy. Coming up top of the hour, Stumpo is gonna do the spicy wigs challenge. Bring your gloves, everybody. <laughs> I think me and Peter out of a job based oh, on Caserta and Ryan today. Oh, God. This has been a funny show. It's time for Turtleneck to do Turtle Time. <laughs> We're going to put a live turtle and see what happens. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is a lot of these bits sound like pretty close to our bits. So I don't know if we're going to fun it. We're going to play the best audio of the day and sound check. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Greg Caserta has his final headline of the morning. And guys, for just the 24th time in the history of baseball, a perfect game was thrown last night before an announced crowd of 12,479 at the Oakland Coliseum. Not their fault. Dami German, <laughs> the first Dominican-born pitcher to accomplish the feat and just the third non-American, the other two being Felix Hernandez and Dennis Martinez. His manager, a third-generation Boone, was asked if he ever says anything meaningful in his post-game press conferences. Not really. Um, I mean, I didn't. From last night's late window in baseball, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout hit back-to-back -back triples, but it wasn't nearly enough as the Angels fell to the White Sox 11-5, part of a three-hit night for Otani, who's batting 309 with a 1048 OPS. And in a matchup between a pair of first-place clubs, the Rays came back in the ninth to even their series with the Diamondbacks. Josh Lowe trying to come up big, and the pitch, fly ball left center field, hit well, giving chases Thomas, back to the wall, it's off the wall, and here they come, Franco scores, here comes Rayleigh, and the Rays on a two-out, two-run double by Josh Lowe have taken a 3-2 to -two lead. Andy Freed on Rays Radio calling that 3-2 final as the Rays rallied from a 2-0 deficit on the road in the ninth. Now let's hear from the youngest manager in baseball, Oliver Marmol of the Cardinals. You look at it, we've blown a lot of leads after the seventh, and uh, you give different people an opportunity at it, and it, it just hasn't gone well. So you score seven, you have to win a ballgame. They blew leads of 6-3 and 7-5. The Astros with five in the top of the eighth. On two swings of the bat, the first from noted cheater Jose Altuve. 1-2. And Altuve ropes it pretty deep to left field. It sends back Donovan, still going back at the wall. Looking up. See you later! A go-ahead three-run homer for Jose Altuve. And the Astros lead it 8-7. to Robert Ford on Astros Radio. Jose Abreu later hit a two-run shot to put the finishing touches on a 10-7 win. The new NBA CBA means we'll get a few more years of Kyrie Irving, which is always great fodder for this radio program. According to a report yesterday, Kyrie intends to take free agency meetings as he looks for a place to spend the rest of his career and call home. He's been on three teams in the last five years. One item from the new CBA that did not go through, very disappointing, the two-day NBA draft that I proposed that was met with great resistance Ugh. from Supreme Leader Adam Silver. <laughs> and finally, Torian Prince found out the Timberwolves were declining his contract from a tweet from Woj. Similarly, many in the radio business find out about their job status from the New York Post. <laughs> and that's what's happening. Kristen in Buffalo tweets, late, coast to, late toast to Greg Caserta. Always a good time having him on the show, and it makes me happy to see you guys just making each other laugh. Hashtag Booskies. Booskies. 
Kasturd has been fantastic today. When we come back, advanced analytics and your epic fail, DA, CBS Sports Radio. No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know, maybe that's what it is. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. Like Mraz 10 years ago, would you ever wash down Chinese food with a Pop-Tart? 84% of you say, no! The original Pop-Tart came from a dog food invention. Seems appropriate. It turns out the sugar-frosted Pop-Tarts have less calories than unfrosted Pop-Tarts. Wow, is that so? Chinese food contains an addictive ingredient known as MSG often, which can cause giddiness, sweating, abdominal pain, and sometimes, I think, nausea and numbness. According to Very Well Health, the number one thing to do when you have indigestion is to not overeat. (laughs) Data tells us that Mraz only likes chocolate, strawberry, and cherry Pop-Tarts. Those are the most healthy. It's time now for your epic fail. Remember when Pete Rose told us all about giving Joe DiMaggio a shower? Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Rodgers is the only named player in yesterday's report from Adam Schefter and Pete Rose. Rodgers first popped up on the NFL's radar earlier this month when reports surfaced. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. DiMaggio was a man or was a penis with a man hanging off of him or something like that. (laughs) I don't know how in the hell he hit 56 straight games carrying that thing around. Pete's not here, so you could definitely see. Make the picks. Make the damn picks. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. And there was an outdoor shower, and he gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. He had to drop the buckets of water over yep. DiMaggio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As DiMaggio's Louisville slugger hanged out. <laughs> Penis. Like, yeah, he's the hit king, but really that's his claim to fame. Right. He, yeah. he has that story in his back pocket. 56 games with his tree trunk. I'm trashing my own junk. I gave Joe DiMaggio <laughs> a shower. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that he's Casey Kasem. I was just going to say, and once again, we have faded into a different impersonation. Casey Kasem I now. told you. <laughs> Dick Vermeil is Casey Kasem as Pete Rose. Old guys get the same voice. Yeah. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. <laughs> that, that's a long-distance dedication. <laughs> Look at the size of that thing. <laughs> this goes out to Joe in New York. Annie Ranch. I had my good friend Pete. Give me a shower. Can we clarify? I am not a shy guy. Yeah. I like a nice firm ball. He was looking. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking down beneath the towel for longer than I liked. <laughs> that just sounds like a South Park voice. <laughs> it really is. But what he observed was what God gave me. <laughs> An oversized hammer. Epic fail, you loser. Yeah. Is why you fail. Epic fail. Oh, man. Senor Pantleg says, Booskies to Scorch and Turd in Spokane. What a great bit to start the morning. <laughs> scorch and Turd. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That'll do it. Cast of thousands this morning. Thanks to Sean Mraz, your executive producer. Thanks to Pete the Body Bilotti, who stepped in for about five minutes. <laughs> Thanks to Pat Boyle who was also kind of executive producer today. Thanks to Ryan Botcher on the Wheels of Steel. Thanks to Andrew Bogish 
kind of on headlines, but really my co-host. And thanks to Greg Caserta on headlines. And thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. We'll see you tomorrow. The Mothership disconnects. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.